Hello, denizens of the deep. Somebody got upset that I keep saying thrill seekers, so I'm going to switch it up. We'll see what happens. Okay, a watcher of these videos asked me if I would do a video about my favorite Zen book. And I can't really pick just one favorite Zen book and do a whole video about that, right? I don't really, I don't, yeah, I have too hard of a time picking just one. I did a video back in December 2019 called Zen Books That Don't Suck. I don't remember, <laughs> I didn't remember that, but I was like, I vaguely remember, and I had to scroll through everything to see what I'd done and when I'd done it. And some of the books I'm going to talk about today are covered or in that video, but uh, I'm mixing it up a little bit, so this won't be exactly the same video for those of you who fear that you're going to see the same thing twice and how terrible that would be. So I just thought I'd go through a few of the Zen books that I personally like. In the Zen books that don't suck video, I was more focusing on books I thought were foundational that everybody should read, and these aren't necessarily books I think everybody should read. They're just books I like. So let's go through them, okay? Here we go. Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind I put first because it's the first book I ever read about Zen, and I'm sure I covered it in Zen Books That Don't Suck. It's probably the best single book you're going to find about Zen, well, at least among books that you're going to find easily. Uh, Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind, you know, you can even walk into a Barnes and Nobles and they usually have it. It's a series of talks that Shunryu Suzuki gave, and Shunryu Suzuki is the guy on the back of the book who started the San Francisco Zen Center and some talks he gave not in San Francisco apparently but somewhere else in somebody's garage and they were edited by Trudy Dixon and uh, and, and it's really good they're very informal very easy uh, to read and a nice introduction so it's not scholarly at all Another of among the first books I ever read about Zen, so I kind of have a soft spot for it, is this book called Unsui. I don't even remember the author. Drawings by Gie Sato, text by Eshin Nishimura. And it's the drawings of a Zen monk, a Rinzai Zen monk in uh, Tofukuji, it says right here in the back, temple, that he did for children to try to explain to them what Zen practice was like and they're very cute he goes through all the traditional day-to-day -day life of a traditional Japanese Zen temple and shows kids what it's like and one of the cutest pictures is his picture of the moment of Satori and uh, Tim talked about this my first Zen teacher he really liked this because it personalizes it he's in the hand of Buddha and he's really happy we could talk about that for some time. It's also on the back of the book. So I really like this book. And kind of a more contemporary version of the same thing, which is not... Um, let's see, I haven't had this long enough for it to become one of my deep favorites, but originally they'd sent this to me uh, on a P as a PDF file to give a blurb to, and I, I gave a blurb to it based on the PDF file, and then I got the book, and I haven't had a chance to sort of savor it as a book, but it's it's, it's similar to Unsui. He's uh, going through, he's not really going through temple practice so much as he's going through what Zen is all about. It's uh, Seigaku Amato, and it's called The Complete Illustrated Guide to Zen. It's very much focused on a traditional Japanese style of practice, but you can learn a lot about Zen from this. This isn't necessarily what you'll see in every Zen temple in America. 
but uh, it's it's very good. It's a very good uh, sort of basic book on Zen. So there you go. Now on to the books by my teacher, Gudo Wafunishijima. These are harder to find. I'll see if I can put a link. I'm not even sure if there's a link where you can find them. But his main book was To Meet the Real Dragon, which he wrote uh, with a student of his named Jeffrey Bailey. I never met Jeffrey Bailey. He'd gone, moved back to America. I think he was American by the time I got to Japan. So this is, uh, this is a kind of nice distillation of my teacher's philosophy. It's got a different cover now. I don't have the one with the new cover. This is the original cover. I kind of like the original cover better, but the, the new cover is nice. Anyway, this is that book. And another book of his, also difficult to find, Three Philosophies and One Reality and NHK Radio Talks by Gudo Wafunishima. Maybe you can find this on Amazon. I'm not sure. But this is a, a short book containing, as it says right on the title, uh, it's uh, his ideas about three philosophies, one reality. This is something he often talked about. And obviously NHK radio talks. So these are talks he gave for a general audience and they're pretty good. And uh, this, uh, this and this are the books to go to if you want to get the easy version of Nishijima Roshi's philosophy. Uh, if you want the harder version, go to his translations of Shobo Genzo. Along the lines of things that are related to my own lineage, uh, this is the only sort of complete book of talks by Kobunchino Otogawa Roshi, and it is called Embracing Mind, the Zen Talks of Kobunchino Otogawa. Kobun was Tim's teacher, Tim McCarthy was my first teacher. I never actually met Kobun, but I always wanted to meet him, but he passed away before I could. This is a, a compendium of different talks he gave. It's self-published. I think you can only order it online. Uh, I, I'm sure you can get it through Amazon. You might be able to get it. Well, okay, it says it right on the back. Jikoji.org. That's his uh, temple that uh, he established up in Northern California, and apparently you can get it from there. So you can see all the pieces of paper hanging out of it where I've bookmarked it. I like this one a lot. Kobanchino's book, very easy to read and basic and pretty interesting. So another one related to my lineage, this is the Zen teachings of homeless Kodo. This is sort of, for a long time, the main go-to book by Kodo Sawaki in English. There aren't too many books by Kodo Sawaki that have been translated into English. These are short little teaching phrases, I guess you'd say, sometimes as short as a single sentence, sometimes just a paragraph, and then kind of commented upon by Kodosawaki student Kosho Uchiyama, and then Kosho Uchiyama's stuff is commented upon in this new version by Shohaku Okumura, who I'll talk about later, who is a student of Kosho Uchiyama. Again, this is nice, basic Zen stuff, I think uh, very easy to read. This one I actually uh, like a little better than the other one, not that I don't think the other one's good, I think the other one's real good, but this is a newer book of Kodosawaki's teachings called Discovering the True Self, credited to Kodo Sawaki and Arthur Braverman. It is a biography of Kodo Sawaki by Arthur Braverman, followed by Arthur Braverman's selection of various teachings that were written down. Actually, as far as I know, Kodo Sawaki never wrote anything like a book. He gave a lot of lectures, and there are tons of Kodo Sawaki books in Japanese, but there's very little of that has been translated into English, but they're all transcripts of talks that he gave, uh, rewritten and, you know, fixed up, much like a lot of Zen books. 
and uh, this one I think is really good and it just came out. Uh, did I mention that uh, Koro Sawaki was Gudo Wafu Nishijima's teacher? I don't know if I said that, but uh, if I said that already then I'm saying it again, but that's why it's related to me, so there you go. This is another big favorite of mine that I've talked about often on this channel, Each Moment is the Universe by Dainin Katagiri. Dainin Katagiri, just like Koto Sawaki, as far as I know, never wrote a book as such, but he gave a lot of lectures which were recorded by his students, and then uh, those recorded lectures were turned into books based on categories, uh, based on you know a categorization system made up by whoever edited the book. This one is his teachings related to the Buddhist concepts about time, which is very fascinating. This is maybe a little more philosophical than the other books, but they're all pretty philosophical, so I like this one a lot. The other one I like a lot is The Light That Shines Through Infinity. I remember when I first came across this, I was like, what's that with the cover? I'm, it's sort of growing on me, but I think the cover of Each Moment is the Universe is really great, but the cover of... of this one, uh, The Light That Shines Through Infinity, is not so great. I judge books by the cover. thats uh, I'll just tell you that about myself, and it's one of the reasons I work so hard on the covers, and I get very hands-on with the covers of my books. I don't actually draw any of the covers of my books, but the only one that I didn't have any input on was Hardcore Zen, either the new version or the old version. They didn't let me in fact, when they asked me to say some things about the first version, they completely ignored what I said, and they never even showed me the second version until it was done. So, But all the rest of them I've taken great care, because I, I do think the cover says a lot about what's inside the book, in terms of, of how much care was put into it, in terms of what you can expect out of the book. And unfortunately, a lot of authors don't have any input on the covers that get put on their books, and that's sad, but I always try to work on it from mine. God, that was a digression. Anyway, The Light through the light That Shines Through Infinity is another really good category book, and uh, just highly recommend it. This one I also highly recommend. I have to admit, I have not read the entire book, uh, but I think I can recommend it based on the bits that I have read as a, a good foundational book book on Zen, and I knew I said I wasn't going to do that, and I was only going to pick my favorite books, but I put this one in the mix too because I thought it was pretty good, and I love the title, Opening the Hand of Thought. He says, Omo no tebanashi is what he says in Japanese, and that, Opening the Hand of Thought is a good translation of it, but it's more like the open hand of thought. I know the difference is subtle, but a better translation for Omo no Tebanashi is The Open Hand of Thought. Uh, so, um, so there you go. I like that book, and it's pretty good basic stuff. Now, if you want to go into things that are a little bit less basic and more deep, I highly recommend anything by Shohaku Okamura. I brought these two out to show you. Living by Vow is probably the one that I would most likely recommend to somebody who's sort of beginning on Buddhism because it explains what the various Buddhist vows are, like the, the precepts and, and oh, what else, uh, the, the meal chants and 
all kinds of other stuff, the three refuges, all these other sort of ceremonial things that we do, and he explains why we do them and what they mean, and it's really good. Uh, this one I liked a little better. It's a deep dive into a very specific piece of writing by Dogen called the Mountains and Waters Sutra, which itself is, I don't remember, maybe 10 or 15 pages, I'm not sure, but uh, no, nowhere near as long as this book about it is. So this is like you, you take a, a piece of Dogen's writings that's uh, a few pages long and expand it into something that's almost 300 pages long, and this is what you get. But I think it's real good and uh, more scholarly than the other books I've recommended right now, but, uh, but I like this one a lot. Now, finally, uh, sort of bonus track. This is another personal favorite, and the reason it's a bonus track is because you'll never find it. <laughs> I challenge you to find a copy of this book. There weren't that many copies made originally, and you're lucky to find them these days because everybody who's got them has held on to them. But it is available as a PDF, and if I can find it, I will put a link to the PDF, but if you don't see a link to the PDF, it means I couldn't find it. But there is a PDF file out there floating on the internet, and the book is called Buddha is the Center of Gravity, and it is written by Joshu Sasaki Roshi. And Joshu Sasaki Roshi, I'm sure a lot of you know, is quite controversial these days, and there was a lot of stuff went on with him, and, you know, that is what it is. But I think a book like this kind of stands apart from all the stuff. Same way as I feel like cutting through spiritual materialism, and if you saw a cut there, it's because I had to say that title five times before I got it right. Cutting through spiritual materialism is a great book in spite of Chogyam Trungpa's uh, various shenanigans, and same with Buddha's The Center of Gravity being a great book in spite of Joshi Sasaki's various shenanigans. Uh, sometimes people can produce a piece of literature that is better than the person who produces it. I'm not necessarily saying that about Sasaki Roshi, that's a whole... <laughs> I don't even want to get into that can of worms. But I think as a general rule of thumb, sometimes people can produce books that are better than they are, and I would count myself as one of those people. Sometimes I look at my books and go, how did I come up with that? Because I don't think I'm the kind of person who can come up with that, but somehow it just... The book wants to be written, and it chooses a schlub like me to write it. So uh, maybe that's how you can think of this one, if you can find it. And the person who asked me to tell you about my favorite Zen books also asked me if you could read too many books, and I... I don't think so. Uh, probably not. I remember there was some book, it might be uh, this book, Buddha is the Center of Gravity, but there's some Zen book that really surprised me by the author saying, uh, somebody says, how do we understand Zen? And the author says, read a lot of good books. And the person asking says, which books are good books? And he says, books that have stood the test of time. And I like that advice. I think you can read a lot of Zen books. You know, you gotta you gotta kind of watch that you don't form it into kind of a real fixed idea about what things should be. But I don't think you can read too much. So go ahead and read a lot if you want. So there you go. Those are some of my favorite books about Zen. If you want to contribute to me being able to buy more books about Zen, haha, <laughs> you can write to this. No. 
you can go to this URL you're seeing on the screen, or if you're listening to this on the podcast, it's hardcorezen.info slash donate. That's hardcorezen.info slash donate. That is my only, only, only way of making a living. Uh, occasionally I get book royalties. Occasionally I get a speaker fee. Not very much anymore. But uh, my main way of making a living is from you folks who contribute because you like these videos or you like my blogs and I thank you very much for that but as always this is offered for free so you don't have to donate so don't feel obligated see you later have a good time all the time bye